Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Stephen Lawson, president of One Passion Ministries. And four times a week, I teach through a portion of scripture to encourage you in your Christian walk. Join me now for this brief devotion in God's word. Welcome to Steadfast Hope. So glad you've joined us. I'm Steve Lawson, joined by my good friend, Kent Kent Stainback. Kent, Kent Stainback. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I need much grace, much <laughs> forgiveness, okay? And we're coming to you from Herb's Coffee House here in Dallas, Texas. There's a lot of people in here right now, Kent, and, uh, but I'm so glad we're able to set up shop here and to be telling the truth. So I want us to talk about the kindness of God, the kindness of God, our all-kind God. And Kent, our launching point is Psalm 34 and verse 8. Psalm 34, verse 8, and it says, O taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. I I call this the kindness of God. It could easily be the goodness of God, and, and those are synonyms and interchangeable words, really. And really, the goodness of God is really a part of his His character that God is a good God, and He's full of of kindness. And we need to talk about this, because sometimes when we think of, and as I think of it often, and you do as well, the sovereignty of God, uh, there is a a certain uh, conjuring up of God as being uh, very rigid and very stoic. And we need to remember that God is also a good God and full of kindness. And so every strategic decision that he is making as he runs the universe is being filtered through his his kindness and and his goodness. Um, And so I want to think about this in, in different ways. God is so good that he is good even to the animals. The, 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 let's just start at that level, that when we read the book of Job, Job 38 and 39 and 40, we, we read that God even feeds the animals and God cares for them and provides for them. And then we work our way up. God's even good to unbelievers, though they are under his wrath. Nevertheless, God causes the sun to shine on them he causes the rain to, to fall on them. God allows them to enjoy what we call common grace blessings. He, he allows them to marry, to have children, to, to go to school, to have a job, to go on vacation, to enjoy the beauties of this world that, that he has made, uh, to go to a doctor, to receive the benefit of discoveries in medicine, etc. So... God is good even to those who are outside of of Christ. But God is especially good to those who are believers as he is causing all things to work together for our good. But God is so good to even unbelievers that Kent in Psalm 73, um, Asaph almost stumbled and fell because he saw there's more goodness going to the unbeliever 
than to the believer at times as far as uh, material wealth, as far as food and prosperity. And he says it wasn't until he came into the house of the Lord that he had uh, uh, his perspective adjusted and, and he saw the end of the wicked, that it would end in destruction. But nevertheless, as we look around, we see evidences of the goodness of God everywhere. Now, I know that we live in a fallen world that is broken, and we, everything isn't just perfect, and there are tragedies, and there are fatalities, and we were just talking about a tornado that struck here in the United States, and brought unparalleled damage. So yes, we live in a world that is groaning for the release from the curse. But even in the midst of the curse that God has put on this world, He is still showering goodness upon this world, believers, unbelievers, the animal kingdom, etc., so, Ken, I didn't even get to the verses that I, I had jotted down here uh, just as I was talking about God's goodness, but we, we, we just cannot lose sight of this. Uh, he says in Psalm 84, the Lord your God is a sun and a shield, and no good thing will he withhold from them who walk uprightly. So, Kent, let's, let, let's talk about this. Well, I, I, my first thought is, I miss this. <laughs> I miss, it feels like... God's goodness on a, on a daily basis. I'm not thinking about it. I, I tend to think a stoic, yeah. uh, uh, more impersonal. Even though I know he's not. Yeah. Why is that? Why why do we why do we miss this? Well, I think we tend to get locked in on a couple of attributes of God okay. that that dominate our thoughts at times, and we lose sight of. <clears throat> the comprehensiveness of all of the attributes of God and some of these other attributes. And I'm, I'm, I can be at the head of that list, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's so good for us to be reminded of this. Other people, all they can think about is God is love and never give thought to the wrath of God or to the vengeance of God. And that, too, is a, is a danger. I mean, we've, we have to put our arms around the entirety of what is revealed to us about God in the Bible, and this is a, an aspect of God, and I think especially for us as men at times, yeah. that we need to be reminded of the kindness of God, the goodness of God, because I know... It's warmth. Yeah, exactly. It really is. So, so Kent, I mean... Ask another question or well, take well, us in I, a direction. There, no, I'm just sitting here thinking. So I think of Joshua, and, and the Lord says, okay, I'm going to give you this land, but and, and you're going to win these battles, but you've got to go out and <laughs> fight these battles. Yeah. Now, you think, one instance is, well, how is war and fighting good, <laughs> right? And yeah. he's telling Joshua to take courage because obviously there was there, there's difficulties facing in his life yeah so talk to us about how that's ultimately good yeah the battles and the difficulties we face in our lives yeah even though God tells us yeah he's going to give us the victory Kent, phenomenal question and what flashes to my mind is in first Timothy 6 where he says fight the good fight mm -hmm. there is a good fight mm -hmm. 
to fight. It's it's a fight for the truth. Mm -hmm. It's a fight for purity mm -hmm. and and holiness. Mm -hmm. It's a fight against the world, the flesh, and the devil. Mm -hmm. uh, the world there being the evil world system mm -hmm. that seeks to corrupt us. Um, that's a good fight. Uh, there are bad fights. If you and I got in an argument, that would be a bad fight. <laughs> I mean, because I would win, and I would yeah. feel so sorry right, for you, go. Ken. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> no, but th there are bad fights. We get in an argument with an another brother or sister yeah. or your spouse or, or your children, right. and you become overbearing. That's, right. that's, that's not a fight that's good. But there is a good fight, and we read in Ephesians 6, to put on the full armor of God, because we live in the midst of spiritual warfare, and we are to stand firm and, and to fight against temptation, and we are to war against error and, and lies. And so that's what comes to my mind, Kent. And, and the Christian life is, there is an element of, of warfare, and, and fighting for advancement in godliness. And that's good. And us. that is good because we are faced with much opposition mm -hmm. and resistance from the evil world system. Mm -hmm. and, and we can't just roll over and, and play dead. No, we have to stand firm and, and put on the, 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 the shoes of the gospel and, and the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and this, the, this, the, the breastplate of righteousness and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and engage in battle uh, against the devil, uh, which is fighting the good fight. So there is a good fight, and, and, and we need to be reminded of that. But in the midst of all of this, we also need to be gracious, and we need to be kind. And I, I think that we need to be ever learning how to show um, goodness to people who are around us. So, Kent, again, this is hard to get our arms completely around who God is, the immensity of God. I want to thank you for joining us today for Steadfast Hope. And I want you to think about the goodness of God in your life. And maybe... You need to give thought to that right now. Maybe you need to pray and just thank God for expressions of His goodness in your life. Well, thank you for joining us today for Steadfast Hope. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Steadfast Hope. If this was helpful to your Christian walk, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this show. And if you want to connect on social media, I can be found at Dr. Stephen J. Lawson or at One Passion Ministries. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will join me again for the next episode of Steadfast Hope.